ready, right? Yeah, we're ready. Welcome to the Boys and Bolos podcast. We're in week 33.5. Jarrett, <laughs> did I get it right this time? Yeah, well, I like we're just not into commitment with the week, so we're somewhere between 33 and 34. We've played all the thirty, the week thirty-three games. I think, but isn't is the Tottenham game week tomorrow? thirty-three? Is that a week thirty-three game or a week thirty-four game? Oh gosh, why it has to be Spurs. Project Restart has really it's really messing with. The, yeah, I mean, what is time? Yeah, it's it's gotten to the point where I don't even know what week it is anymore. Week thirty-three, match day thirty-three, Tottenham Everton. So third, and we're gonna say it's still week thirty-three, and then tomorrow, sorry, Tuesday starts week thirty-four. Got it. Right. But tomorrow is Monday. Tomorrow is Monday. The start of a new week. Yes. All right. Depending upon where you're listening from. It's if true. If you're in Australia, it's probably Thursday. They're down under. I only think they're one day ahead. It's tough to tell. It's tough to tell. <laughs> Super tough to tell. In uh, COVID time, everything's different. They're doing a lot better than we are. Like New Zealand's like five weeks ahead of us, if not five years. They. And since New Zealand's next to Australia, I just assume. Well, what do you think? You might have something there. Let's just talk about time and COVID the entire podcast. I can't. And then I we'll can't. put some like really like clickbait name on it. <laughs> like Mourinho takes over the House of Parliament or something like that. <laughs> Clop for president. Well, Jerry, we don't have a we don't have a guest tonight. So this might be a shorter episode. Or a longer episode. We do. There's a lot of things happening in the Premier League. There's a lot of things happening in my life. Well, let's get into it, Jeff. What's happening in your life? Well, I don't think anybody wants to know, but that's tied to the Premier League. Can you make a Can you make a connection? Or are we just going to go down a rabbit hole? Every time I put the Premier Premier League on now, it's in my living. I'm in my living room and I put it on my TV. My daughter comes down and she says to me, she looks at the TV, she looks at me, she looks back at the TV. And she says, Dad, can we put a kid's show on now? And I say, are you serious? This this is wholesome entertainment. Learn something, kid. Is she a City fan? No. She, I, I hope she's going to be a, a Tottenham fan. But oh, she's a Spurs fan. She's a Spurs fan. She doesn't know it, but she's a Spurs fan. Anyway, she comes down, and I get to watch maybe 15 minutes of every game. And then she, <laughs> I watched the fifteen. I watched the first fifteen minutes, and then she says, uh, "Daddy, uh, can we watch a kids show now?" And I say, oh, "No, second half. Wait until the second half." <laughs> so I wait. I make her wait a half an hour. You don't. I no. guarantee Baby Shark is on YouTube in it's... like three minutes. Oh no! If we had to put Baby Shark on, I no, it wouldn't. It's not Baby Shark. Is there anything that's better than watching the Premier League as far as like kids entertainment? Is have you found something that's like super solid and you're like, yeah, this is better than watching like Spurs blow it or like Chelsea just lose it? I don't want to go into the rabbit hole of like the Disney Junior programming. Maybe one day we'll have a thing where we compare every Premier League team to a Disney like franchise. Oh God, you know <clears throat> that would be a. I I'd have to do a little more research. Before. I'd have to do a lot of research or no research. Oh yeah, you could. You could wing it. I could do the research, and you could you could like riff on. I'll riff my, on your on your on research. my calls. Okay. All right. Let's let's get into the let's get into the recap. Um, what do we have? We had like ten games. 
nine, nine games. games okay. This past Saturday, Sunday, and we can start with Norwich, uh, and Brighton Hove Albion. Yeah, Norwich lost. It was a very. It was a. It wasn't a surprising result. It was that. I think the funniest part about the game was there was comedy. It was kind of. Com- it, I mean, I think it was more tragic than comedic Ooh. because at the end of the game, all the players, oh, the Norwich players, the Norwich players Ooh. stayed on the field. Dark. Like after the game was over, because they were so upset for about losing, because they knew that like they're almost mathematically eliminated from. Yeah, because they have to get on like the LinkedIn version of soccer for soccer players and try to figure out where they're gonna go. Right. They're going back to the championship. Yeah, and so a lot of these, so all the guys were like, um. So the announcer, so like Rebecca Lowe was, you know, she was like, I don't think they realize they're not in the locker room because they're like talking to each other and they're like, yeah, it's they were super like depressed after that game. It was a it was a sad state of affairs, and this is for a team that started out, you know, I mean they beat City in the first mm-hmm. couple of weeks. They had a guy at the time who was like Pookie was like one of the leading goal scorers. Things looked promising. I guess it, at that point you wouldn't think, all right, we're going to be going down to the championship. And now, while still not mathematical, as far as my math skills, it's basically a done deal. Basically, I think they basically just lose the next... If they lose the next game... I think if they lose the next game, it's a wrap. They almost have to win out to keep putting pressure on the teams above them. Right. But that's brutal. It's brutal. And so it was sad. And everybody was kind of, like, surprised about them just not leaving the field. Like, Yeah, I think it was heightened, too, because there's no fans... So it's eerily quiet. You know, it is like a cemetery. It's more of a tragic situation. It's like dying alone or something. It's brutal. That got dark. But anyway, um, next game, we had uh, Man United-Bournemouth, which Man United scoring goals. Yep. They're getting it from their Rashford and uh, Martial. And And uh, Greenwood looking amazing. Greenwood looking really good. I I think Greenwood's – God, that guy's nice. He is nice. England should be happy that he is just continuing to progress. And I still agree with Casey Bassett, one of our guests, that I would sell Martial after the season. I think you get a high value from him, from where he is, and you might as well just take it because I I don't see him – I don't know. I just don't see him being any more than what he is now. And you want to sell – you always want to sell players when they're at their highest market value. Like we sold Eden Hazard with Chelsea. He just won the Europa League. Um, he was great, you know, and he went to Real. He's played well, but, like, we sold him at his peak. It was a perfect time to sell him. Yeah, and... I think get rid of Martial, free up some money, bring in a defender, shore things up. You bring in somebody young. Who... I mean, they look good. And, and they'll be fine. They look super good. And their ease of schedule in the last six games is brutal for everyone else. Yeah. Brutal for everyone else. Actually, the last five games, God, time is flying. They got a good. They've got um, they've kind of got it going on with Fernandez and and Pogba and. And here's the thing: everyone keeps saying Fernandez is all is all creative. I just don't think he is. I just think he's a really sound soccer player with like great technical ability. He just moves the ball quickly. He's just quick. He's not like he doesn't do any. I don't know. For me, I haven't seen like he's not a ten. You know, um, he's like a six or an eight in the way he plays, and so. I don't know. But, yeah, he's clearly made the difference. He's been involved in, I think, like nine or ten goal, goals since the restart more than any other player. He's just he's, – he's really made the difference in the Premier League. Yeah, and, you know, Solskjaer is going to stick around as, as long as they make Champs League. They'll be able to bring in 
I mean, if they're in the Champs League, they'll be able to bring in a player in the midfield and the player at defense because I just think that they – I just don't think Juan Basaka and, and Maguire are like – You mean the god, god Basaka? I, I mean, he's he makes plays, but he's just – he's a – I mean, the way he play the way he plays, I don't think is conducive to winning it in the Champs League. So I agree, and I also wonder, is he going to – I don't know if he settles down a little bit and like if he played, if he was a little bit more calm and collective, kind of like Luke, Luke Shaw on the other side, he could be super good because he is so young and he is quick. Yeah. Um, and he could be like you know he's England's always looking. Next he's always Ashley looking. Cole. He's looking. He's always looking to press the ball on the outside. Yeah. And sometimes he gets caught too far up the field. Yeah. That's and he and he thinks he can beat every defender. So. <laughs> What what has happened to the outside back? The evolution in our lifetime has been something. It's else. crazy. Like that guy's, he's barely ever bat. Like he's more than more often than not in this the latter half, of the, like the second half of the field. Yeah, pressing the ball, yeah. pushing it forward. On like corner kicks, he doesn't even defend. <laughs> if I have to like if I have to hear how good Wambasaka is from somebody else, I'm just I'm gonna lose it because that guy, he's just not. And then. And, you know, and then you got Maguire, who like gets a lot of praise. I think, and I don't know. You if think? He was, I think he does, and he doesn't deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> like you're not sure if he gets like you haven't been deep on the Reddit feeds on Harry Maguire, like not deep in his Twitter. Yeah, no, I, whatever. But they they're, need a defender because they need a young defender because they're. I mean, Maguire is a little older. They're still looking good. They. They have one of the nice, the nicest balanced teams in the Premier League right now, from the goalie to the forward and back through. Because um, some of the other Premier, we'll, we'll get into the City game, but some of the other Premier League teams, their balance isn't there right now. I mean, I don't know. I think that they should be in the top four. I think they will finish top yeah, four. They'll be in the top four, and uh, and that seems about right. And then so we got oh the wool, uh, well the Leicester City Crystal Palace game. Uh, this was a surprise. Leicester winning. Leicester winning wasn't a surprise, but the fact that they didn't let any goals in and they scored three, that was a surprise. Crystal Palace is a is a is a decent squad. It's not not it's no cakewalk. And so I was and obviously as Spurs and Chelsea fans, we weren't exactly thrilled. I agree with you that I think that they'll continue to drop points. And looking forward throughout the rest of the season, they have one of the roughest routes to get points. Um Yeah, I mean they and so I I don't even know what that looks like. They still have to play uh, they got to play Arsenal, which is coming up, which we're going to talk about. Bournemouth is a little easier. Then they have to play Sheffield, who's fighting for a spot. Tottenham, and they have to play United on the last week. So they're going to drop. <clears throat> the point, the the fact of the matter is, they're going to drop points whether they tie those games or lose. They're not going to win every one of those games. Yeah, out of those possible fifteen points, you know, of five games, I don't think they get more than nine points. No, and so if if that's the case, they're out of they're out of second place. Mm-hmm. You mean they're out of the Champs League, or they're out of the top four? Well, Lest- with, Leicester. With Leicester, with the way that if Man United continues to if we, they win out, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is kind of crazy. There could be a scenario where they tie on points and it goes to goal, some like goal differential. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, goal differential is is it, it could come down to that, which is interesting because Man United is doing very well in that in that department. Yeah, they're scoring goals. Um, the next one we got was Wolves Arsenal, and I wanted Wolves to win this. And so did I. Mac had said that they were going to win two one, which I thought was a really fair prediction. Um, but Arsenal, 
for all the crap I give them, we give them, they look good. They're defending. Um, obviously, the first, you know, for the, the first game of the restart was not great for them. Um, but since they've looked, they've looked quite decent. And going forward, they actually have a lot of creativity. I got to give them their, more creativity the than that. You know what their turning point was? David Louis dying. David Louis getting red card. But he played that game, and it's so painful to watch David Louis. He just, like, brings the ball to the field, <laughs> and then he'll get so mad because there's nothing going forward. He turns around and gives it back to the goalie. Yeah. And he brutal. does it so slowly. I'm just like, just press. like, And you watch their teams. They let David Luiz operate. They're like, yeah. we're just going to pressure everyone else, and we're going to let the center back bring the ball up the field, and he just keeps condensing the space. And sooner or later, against a better team, he's just, you know, he's going to yeah. pay for it. I'm actually surprised Wolves didn't score a goal. They look good going forward. Yeah. Um, so that was a that was a surprise. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it's it's hard to watch when um, Traore doesn't start. You know, yeah, is that is that a load management? I don't thing? know like, what it is. Why? Why? I mean, he's. Seems... I don't know. I don't know. And 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 he didn't. He didn't even. When did he come? He didn't even come on the game. He didn't even play. No, he he played. He actually, I think he started. Did he not? No. Yeah. Yeah, he started. Oh, okay. He started, but he didn't. He didn't have the impact that he's had in the past, and he has. Like you've been saying, he has been coming off the bench, kind of like in a super sub role. So maybe actually, maybe Nuno Santos Santos is like, we need to just keep him in that super sub role because starting him didn't have the same effect. I mean, they brought the, the just the lineup. It's just an interesting call against Arsenal. Maybe maybe Wolves they didn't think Arsenal was gonna who because. Jota didn't even start. Yeah, and then and at the end, in... they finally had the three of Adama, Jimenez, and, and Jota. Jota. But I would have want them from the start. So if you're I. playing Arsenal, I think you can beat that team if you start Jota. I don't know why you don't do it. Yeah, I don't know. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. History's mystery. It's also, you know, they got the guy that scored that goal, Saka, young kid. Oof. So young. Baby boy. See that Eight, kid? 18, man. 18. So young. See, so young, and he took that well. I mean, that's an easy one to easy one to miss. Um, once again, an English kid. Uh you got he, Greenwood, yep. Jaden Sancho. Uh, they look good. Rashford, they look good. Yep. Um, and then finally, yeah, finally for the Saturday, we had Chelsea Watford, which was great for Chelsea to beat a team that they should beat. Wish we had done that to West Ham. Pulisic right now for me is in the best 11 since the restart in the Premier yeah. League. He just constantly causes havoc. Every time he gets the ball, he's making things happen. He got especially his, in the box. Especially in the box. He's got his second penalty, um, I think, in as many games. Um, no, he got the penalty against Man City. Um, so he's just constantly involved in goals. And it's great because Frank now is, when, when Ziyech uh, and Timo Werner come in, you know, I want Christian to be on that starting team. And I think he's making the solid case, which is great because if he can play at that level as U.S. men's soccer fans, it's just, it's great. You know, we've never, in my lifetime, I've never seen a guy play on this high of a team who's been from the U.S. Um, you know, Clint Dempsey was there and he would play with Fulham and he would compete. And, he, you know, he scored goals against Juventus in the Europa League and he did other things. But it's so great to see a guy from the States playing on a top club. Yeah, maybe you're not a Chelsea fan, whatever. He's playing on a top club in England. And I'm in my life, not time I've never seen that. Obviously, you know, he's playing Dortmund before and other players have played in, 
in the German league, but seeing them in the English league is, is just phenomenal. Yeah. And I mean, he's a, he's an outside offensive player who can make defenders fall over. Basically. They look stupid. They look real bad. And the only way, the only, and the reason why he's drawing fouls is because the only way they can take him down without him getting past them is to follow him in the box. And, yeah, get the ball in the box and is is problems. It's constant problems. Yeah, constant and so problems. seeing Olivier Giroud score again. Mm. Let's who scored? Who scored? Giroud. I know. Hashtag World Cup champion. World Cup champion. Blah blah blah. You know, the more hate he gets on the boys and boys, he seems to do better. I know. I wonder if there's a correlation. <laughs> I actually want you to hate on him so he'll do well because you know he's starting next game over uh, Tommy Abraham. Oh, he definitely is. Oh yeah, he looks great. Lamp, he, him and Lampard, they're You know, Casey buds. said if he was on FIFA, he'd have, like, a really low enthusiasm ranking. <laughs> but I feel like Olivier Giroud is, like, drinking wine right now. He's, like, excited for the next Boys and Balls podcast. He's like, whatever, I don't care about uh, Casey Bassett's <laughs> enthusiasm <laughs> ranking. He looks great. And Chelsea, you know, when Chelsea win, they look good. And when they lose, they look like shit. And I guess that's just life. But, I mean, here's the other thing. Rudiger, I, I don't even know. Maybe they sent him back to Germany. Because Zuma played and our backs did not look like sixes and sevens. Nope. It looks so much better. Um, and Ross Barkley, I got to say, a guy who I'm not normally that impressed with, he's played He played well in this game and he's making the case. And he's got to continue to play well, um, especially uh, if, he wants to get minutes. if he wants to get minutes next season, for sure. I mean, sure. the best thing for Ross Barkley is actually for him to go to a different team. <laughs> Yeah, he's, to be honest, to be no, honest, he's he should he should go on loan so that way he gets he full time. Loan, he can play his value every increases. minute. Yeah, and he's that. I mean, he he should because he's like scoring goals. He has assists. He's creating chances. Yeah, I mean, he looks good. He looked he looked better, but it, once again, it's against a lower side. You're right. Um, and he looked, you know, but yeah. So, anyways, I mean, Werner comes in and uh, he just doesn't seem like he's gonna he's gonna be. Well, Werner, I'd like to see, I mean, Werner, and I think Ziyech will play up top, but Werner, Ziyech, and Pulisic up top is ridiculous. Um, or you could even drop Ziyech into like a false say, nine or a 10 and say, keep Giroud up top. And then you have. I was going to say drop one of them into like a, in almost like a diamond. It, it would just be ridiculous. I mean, I still like Giroud in there. I think he, I think he plays a big role in, in the sense that he can be like a body in the box for headers. Um, Cause like Pulisic is tiny. Pulisic can't weigh really, more than like 140. He's like Terrera on Arsenal. He's he's small. Terrera is like a child. Like he could, he's like baby gap. And I say that because like I'm a small dude, you know, mm-hmm. like still wear clothes from high school. I guess that means I didn't get fat. I still wear clothes from high school if they weren't like, you know, torn up. You ripped them up? No, like this, me doing so much physical activity so the clothes are literally like like you just get up and do 100 burpees a yeah, day and they just yeah. eventually wither it's like i'm doing wind sprints in my backyard oh nice a la yeah. harry kane <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right burnley sheffield i was really looking forward to this game and yeah. it kind of didn't live up to my expectations i watched i watched most of it i didn't see the sheffield goal i watched the, i saw the burnley goal uh-huh but wasn't surprised it ended the way it ended. No, which was a tie, right? Yes. Okay. Just oh, yeah. sure. It was one one. One one. one Just one, oh, it's like one, both teams one, one ties taking. Are brutal. I know both teams needing the points. 
I think that's what it was. It was more of a calculated game. It wasn't as open as I think I wanted to see it. Because it's like sometimes if you're going for points, you're going to make it really open, and other times you're going to be a little bit more conservative. And it, I think it was more the second approach. But why not go for it? Because you got because you're not going to get relegated. These both teams aren't going to get relegated. They they really have nothing to lose. Right. They, they, go they, for they it. have only they, they have only things to gain. But it just didn't it didn't feel like they that. want to be in the if they want to be in the Europa League. Europa League. We're, we're the real champions play, <laughs> aka in Siberia. Uh, well, true. If you win the Europa League, you get a ticket to Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. You get in the Champs League, exactly. So you, so there's an incentive there. It's it's an incentive. Yeah, it's like I'm trying to think of a good analogy of like what winning the Europa League gets you in the Champions League when most times those teams already qualify. Mm. You know, it's like when you buy a car and they're like, oh, here's $100 off your first month. You're like, really? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jim. <laughs> but you'd rather be playing Europa League than not playing at all. Would you, though? I guess you got to go really far places. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. On Thursday, you got to go to Siberia, <laughs> come back, and then you play Liverpool on Saturday at 8 a.m. <laughs> Sounds fun. <laughs> Sounds awesome. <laughs> Jeff, you would like Europa League. That's a Spurs like, thing to say. I'd be like That's all spur- jazzed. Yeah. I'd be all jazzed on Europa League if I was on Spurs. Yeah. And everybody would be like, Jeff, what, what are you so excited about? Yeah. Like, we're playing in, we're playing in <laughs> Europe. And they're like, we're going to fucking Siberia. And you're like, I'm I'm like, I've never been there before. It sounds sick. It sounds great. I brought my <laughs> swimming trunks. That's exact. You know what? I heard it never gets dark there. If there's like Spurs fans listening, they're like, God, sometimes when he talks about the Europa League and gets excited, I heard it never gets dark. They're not. Jesus. Anyways, Newcastle West Ham, another tie. 2-2. Uh, that this, was This surpri- was a good game. It was a good game, but it was surprising for me. Why? What were you surprised about? The resurrection of Andy Carroll? I, well, he did score. But I, I he thought. Did, he did he, score. Andy Carroll scored. Did he score? Oh, no. Shelby scored. That's what. That's what it was. John J. John J. John J. John J. Shelby, Shelby scored. Who shout out Casey? Uh, John J. Shelby definitely scored. And I thought I I thought it was great. I mean that game was this game was a nicer game, and you see David Moyes loses shit because Suchek scores and West Ham once again celebrate like they won the World Cup. And John J. Shelby comes down, does a one-two, and buries it in the box. And David Moyes literally loses his shit because I mean honestly. It is a fallacy to say, oh, you know, the last five minutes after a goal um, is when you're most likely to be scored on. The data actually doesn't reflect that. It's not like a five-minute thing. But with this, it's just like the energy got sucked out of the whole stadium. Not that there were a lot of fans there, but (laughs) (laughs) David Moyes, like, lost his shit. (laughs) Uh, Because, I I mean, when when West Ham scored, I was like, all right. I I got 25 minutes left. They can pack it in. That's what they did against Chelsea. Counterattack. Make some, create some chances. Yeah. But they just... um, I don't know. That was kind of it. I think they also realized that with a the tie, they're safe, and West yeah. Ham is slowly having less and less to play for as they realize the implosion of the teams below them. Um, yeah, the, the teams below them are just – they're just not – West Ham's okay. I think they'll be okay. They'll oh, stay, yeah. They'll I think I think West Ham I think West Ham will also be fine. I think they're picking up points where they need to. Um, I mean, they got four out of six points in a week where you'd think they'd get three or two. So, you know, in the last week or two. So, that's good. Uh, Liverpool game. Did you catch that game? I did. I watched. I was watching it. So it was zero zero at the half, which was a shocker. Which is crazy because they had seventy two percent possession, and but barely any shots on goal. Yeah. So I was I was intrigued because I wasn't originally going to even watch any of it. Why not? 
I don't know. It's, it was Sunday. I, it was a boring game. It was kind boring. Of. It was I, really I figured that Liverpool was going to win anyway. But anyway, it was 0-0, so I turned it on. And then they subbed in. They did a triple substitution. They brought in Henderson. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they brought in... Who did they bring in? Firmino. They brought in uh, Curtis Jones. No, 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 no. Yeah, what am I what No, am they, I they, they subbed in Firmino, Henderson, and Wijnaldum at like the 60th minute yeah and immediately <laughs> it was like it's like a a, a, a a switch flip because yeah. suddenly the game became like henderson was able to control as a def- you know he was able to control that back line press the ball forward make sure that the forwards are getting the ball and suddenly balls were flying in the box and they were about and they were gonna score. And you knew they were gonna score. And then like a few minutes later they scored. So Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Divac Origi looked a step off. Ugh. Um Fabinho and Alex Oxlade Chamberlain were just playing a little slow for me. And they were that, playing like they didn't want to lose. They didn't they, they were, just, were just playing like they didn't want to lose. That's a good way to put it. And they, they weren't they were just playing conservatively and they didn't they 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 had lost the game before and they didn't want to press too hard. So they were, yeah, that's, that's what was happening. And then, you know, Henderson came in, he said, he's their captain, he played a lot of energy and he just said, screw this. We're going to win this game. And he pushed the ball forward and that was it. Yeah. And if I'm Klopp, I'm looking at Origi. I'm like, dude, I gave you the start. He played 60 minutes. He didn't do anything. Right. Like I need you to do something. Cause he's one of the guys in Mac outlined, like he's, he's a guy who could, He's a top loan for me. Um, yeah, I think he could get good money too. So I, I don't know, especially as they try to maybe bring in another gun up top to balance um, in the event of an injury of the of the big of the big three. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, Mane. If you got Mane and and, and Salah, I, I mean, I was surprised that Salah didn't really get much in terms of shots on goal. They looked flat. It looked a little flat. It it took. A long time for them to score. It shouldn't have taken them that long to score. Yeah, 71 minutes against a Villa team that was really inviting pressure and really is built off of, like, Grealish, who I actually think would be great for Tottenham if they get relegated. Yeah, um, I, I mean, think he'd be a good guy in the middle to create stuff for you guys. Grealish, they can't afford to keep Grealish. He'll go out on loan if he's on some kind of contract. If not, they'll just sell him. But... He's shown that he's a Premier League player. He's not a he's not a championship player. You, you know, you know the stat they threw out today is he's the most fouled player in the Premier League. Yeah. Which you know he's got the ball and he can't get it off him, so you're fouling him. Mm-hmm. Um, and being on that team, he's like looks around. He doesn't really have too much else support. So, I I think Grealish will definitely find his way on another Premier League team if Aston Villa go down. Even if they don't go down, he still may, you know, or maybe he'll stay and say screw it. If, if the Villa stays up. I'll stay here and I'll continue to be, you know, the big fish in the small pond. But I think he'd be better by himself uh, if he left and found a club that's going to pay him more. Um, he'll just get better as a player because I think he has a lot more up than what he's showing. He he'll get the ball and look up and he's really nothing. Yeah, just just nothing. Nothing's on. So, yeah. so yeah. And then oh, the last the last game of <laughs> today, the citizens after destroying the champions, uh, somehow somehow lose to Southampton. Yeah, it was um, it was a pretty sad performance by uh, City today. I uh, the goal was was crazy. It was like <clears throat> it was like watching a it was like watching a high school soccer game where like the goalie 
didn't like know how to play soccer. Or the goalie was a field player. Yeah, the goalie and was, was excited to like get out and like knock the ball around. Yeah, and he like came up too. It was like they had too much confidence. That uh, Ederson came out of goal, he passed the ball up. City got the ball stolen. He was way too far up. He was up at like the thirty rather than being back at like the six yard box where he should have been. And got the they just chipped the ball over and scored. And um, if you haven't seen it, go to YouTube and watch it because it's crazy. And so when Ederson gets pushed up to kind of almost be like a third center back, it's weird. Zinchenko gets tucked inside as everyone shifts and so you have an outside back who gets tucked in the middle who's trying to do the work of like an eight and like swing the ball around he loses the ball and then they just dink it over ederson who's literally 35 yards out of his goal it was a calamity and like does pep is pep encouraging that is he like yeah let's push the numbers up so it's like a hockey play where we have one extra guy because they're so good they always have one extra guy like they should have been able to destroy southampton i was this is this was a shocking game as far as like looking at the the lines and betting because they should have just they th- th- this was a this was an easy game that they should have won. Um, Southampton's a Southampton's a solid club, but City City and like City's a team where I think can challenge for the Champions League, not lose right. to Southampton. Right, like one nothing. I mean, just not also not even scoring a goal against Southampton. They have enough power; they can get in the box and like draw a penalty. You know, I'm not saying dive. I'm saying actually like juke a guy out of the way and get a fair penalty. It was, it was not good. I will say I don't think Riyad Mahrez played, and I could be wrong. No, I'm 100 percent wrong. Kevin De Bruyne came in for him, but I think not having Mahrez in with De Bruyne hurts um, because De Bruyne just facilitates so much and creates so much space for other players. Because I think Riyad Mahrez needs uh, works best when he's got like a 10 or he's got solid stuff coming out of the midfield. Um, but overall, shocking, shocking display. How do you go from beating Liverpool for nothing, like a d- destruction? It could have been more to losing to Southampton. Uh, I mean, I mean, they're playing. They're not really playing. It's sometimes it just seems like they're not really playing to win. I don't know what they're doing out there. It's City, City. Yeah, t- today it's, they weren't as intentional. Weird. It just it was just we- it was a weird game. Maybe they were just so like off the high of destroying Liverpool that they just they probably took this one for granted. And sometimes as as a as a top team, you play down to your you play down to your opponent, you know, rather than keep the quality high. But it was uh it was not good for them. Not good. I just was Pep even angry? I didn't even I I don't know. I feel like Pep. What do you think Pep getting? I haven't seen any of this series, but I feel like. Pep getting angry isn't like what we would assume. Do you think yeah, he like quotes I think he, Messi? Or? No, I think he just like he's one of those. He's like a dad. He gets like really disappointed. Oh yeah, so it's like a respect thing. Like he's like he like he just kind of he like shames everybody. So Zinchenko's like on Snapchat right now, crying, crying. Yeah, he's on TikTok, just like I let down Pep. I t- the Pep. I let down Papa. <laughs> I just don't know. I, I like Pep seems to me to be such a my like recently, like reasonably melt, you know, level headed dude that I just don't see. I mean, they're not going to win the league. They're not going to move their position. I just think if they do that shit in the Champions League, they're going to be out. And I know that Pep has to realize that if he doesn't win the Champions League, he's kind of in trouble <laughs> uh, for uh, his job security. Yeah. I mean, they need to. I think there's. A problem at City, and it's not that the players aren't good enough, and they somehow don't have the chemistry and the and the players. I think there's an uncertainty, like lingering, whether they're going to be in the Champions League next year or not, and that has a 
serious implication of who they can bring in and who who will stay. Yeah, and with that said, I'm so glad if I'm Leroy Sané, I took the first lifeboat off the Titanic. Yeah. Because don't worry about the insanity. Focus on what you can handle. And, uh, you know, great. I get to go back to buy. I get to go back to Germany and play. Great. I'm going to Bayern this time. Amazing. Yeah. Bayern, one of the most dominant teams right now in Europe. Um, so. You know, they're, like, they're guaranteed to be in the Champions League. They're guaranteed to be playing top-level football every season. Some of the best players in the world. And he'll play every minute, yeah. almost. And you know, it's yeah. and so he should, he should, yeah. And there's a lot of there's a lot of players that I know that have bought into the Pep system and City's values and what they're all what they're bringing to the table. But when it comes when it comes down to it, like a lot of those players are there to to win trophies. And if you can't even compete for the next two seasons in the biggest, you know. The biggest club competition. The biggest club competition, then what are you doing? And more specifically, not to win trophies, win the Champs League. They've right. shown that they can win the league. Oh, yeah. I mean. So if they can't do that, I just, what's the point? And if I'm City's board, I'm like, well, this guy's created culture. Let's get Pep off the books if we can't be in the Champs League for the next two years. I don't know. Or maybe maybe he stays. I don't know. I, I agree. Without uncert- Without the certainty of knowing what next season is, it's tough to play right now. In the league, I think in the Champions League, it's different. But if right. they bring this shit where they're getting beat by, like, you know, Adams, nothing to say anything about Ings, but they're going to play much better better competition in the Champions League. It's going to be tough. But I think that they'll always show up to the bigger games is my is my feeling with City. Um, they Maybe right now they're playing down to their competition, which kind of is what it is. But mm-hmm. but now it's exciting. We'll finish out Week 33 with, with your boys. What's your prediction for tomorrow's uh, for tomorrow's game against Everton? It's uh, it's at it's at home. You're at home. My, Everton's no uh no, no Everton's, pushover. No, no, they're no pushover. And I don't think I think they're both they're both teams that are like pretty much equal on points, forty four and forty three points, forty four forty five. <sighs> Whatever. It's one point, and it's sad for me. It's sad. <laughs> it's so sad. You can't see Jeff, but he looks sad. There's going to be a recurring segment on this podcast. It's probably going to be called Jeff's Sad Liverpool uh, Minute. Where I mean, it's Liverpool. You edit that on the post. Don't edit that. Don't edit that. <laughs> Jeff's Sad Tottenham Moment. So you got something on your mind, Jeff, huh? I know. Jurgen? Where he, where I, where I talk about some sad thing that has happened in, as a Tottenham fan. I'll tell you what's sad if I'm a Tottenham fan. That there's a lot of other London clubs that are potentially looking at Champs League. Yeah, that's how it always is. It's rough. No, it's not. Tottenham was in the final a year and a half ago. I know. A year I ago. Know, I know they were, but the the fact of the matter is, is they're sitting like ninth place in the table right now. Arsenal's ahead of us. Yeah, I just don't. You, places don't matter. You just know where you are. You're either in front of Arsenal or behind Arsenal. <laughs> Everything right. else is, doesn't matter. That's right. It's and like before the, Christ, after Christ. That's how it is. <laughs> my my the downfall really of Tottenham this year was there's one downfall. No, there's there's like a it's like a it's like there's a silver bullet to your problems. No, there's a it's just like a cascading series of unfortunate events. And the first one was it's not coronavirus, Jeff. <laughs> Kane injured. Then, then Erickson decides he doesn't want to play anymore. Ooh, that was rough. And that was rough. That was rough. Because Mourinho came in, and I think he they could have been – it would have been okay. 
but he left because he had to. Good for him. And then Sun gets hurt, and then coronavirus happens. Deli Ali's mustache. Deli Ali. Deli Ali decides that he's. I don't know. Who knows? He's but, a playboy. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about all these things. You've been you've been like holding this up. It's been tough for you. No one to talk about this with. Yeah, and they brought in, uh, Bergwin, who's nice, who's good, but he's not Erickson. No, by he's no not. means. No, he's not a ten. He's not a ten. He's not a ten. And so, they don't have. And then their defense is like, like <laughs> it's like watching. <laughs> Tottenham's defense. You know what the thing about Tottenham's defense is? It hasn't like evolved. I like look at him like, oh, they still have the same dudes, and all they've done is lost. They lost, you know, Trippier. You lost Kyle Walker. You lost like solid dudes over the last couple seasons, right. and you kind of really haven't brought anything into like balance out the, the scale. <laughs> so all of this is to you say, have, like, Dyer and like, uh, I think you got Vertonghen back there, Vertonghen. Still, still sweating, just dying back. Yeah, there. you got Dyer, Vertonghen, Sesigno. No, not even Sesigno. He's a midfielder. I don't even know, like. Aria, yeah, or, or Ben Davies. It's a it, it's a it's a squad. I can't believe all the is still there. Anyway, so you think they're gonna lose tomorrow against Everton at the end of your uh, Tottenham diatribe? Oh wait a second, we didn't give I didn't give a prediction. Yeah, so you think is it win Jeff's it? prediction prediction week? It's our prediction week. I'm, oh, okay. I'm asking you. This is your team. I'm giving you the first right. Prima nocta. This is a... <laughs> the long and short of it is I think they're gonna lose. Oh, jeez. I think Tottenham's going to lose. Mr. Optimism here, but ladies and gentlemen. But here's the thing. If they lose, if they win, that means the next podcast I get to, I get to like come on here and celebrate. Play your, play the guitar. <laughs> play your bugle. Play the xylophone. A mean triangle. No, I think if they Ever- win, if they beat Everton, you're going to come on to the podcast and celebrate. We're literally losing followers right now. People are like, this is insane. This is a therapy session with this Tottenham kid. <laughs> <laughs> this, this dude has bigger problems. I mean, Everton, what's the score? What's no, it's so, okay. So Everton. So this is it. So this is why I think they're going to lose. Everton beat Leicester. Everton beat Norwich. Everton tied Liverpool. Right. Yeah. So so what's your prediction? But I'm going to go. I think Tottenham do have a goal in them. I think Kane is going to. So I what, think Kane's so going to roll down the field in his his, his, <laughs> in his, his beamer walker, or his walker. His walker. Okay. He's going to push down the field in his walker and he's going to put his toe out and he's going to score a goal. It's just going to be two to one. I, I honestly think that that is the score line. Score line is no, no, other way. Oh, Tottenham one, yeah. Everton two. Jesus, this is really rough. All right. Let's paint it. Let me paint a picture. Jarrett, uh, drawing the score on a whiteboard. On a whiteboard. For everyone at home, <laughs> Watford Norwich. This is a this is a wooden oh, spoon match. We're down care. there at the bottom. I don't care. Um, I got Watford. Troy Deeney's angry. Well, actually, Norwich is like listening to Dashboard Confessional <laughs> right now. So, I think there's gonna be. You know what? I'm not gonna give a score for this. I think there's gonna be two red cards. Really? Yeah, because they're dying for these points. I think Watford's gonna win two nothing. You got Watford two nothing. Yeah, two nothing. I'm gonna put Watford two nothing, and then I'm gonna put two red cards. Right there. Okay, cool. Uh, Crystal Palace, Chelsea. Crystal Palace in the last five years have been like the worst. They always seem to beat us. So this is not a game I'm looking forward to. High stress. No, I got Chelsea on this three nothing. Ooh, I'll put that on the board. Zero people. three. 
I will say Chelsea will probably win that. I would say by two, but and you know what? Fine. You know what? I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call a, a Giroud goal. Okay, putting this on the board, people. Giroud goal and a penalty inspired by or caused by Pulisic. I think that that is that, a safe bet. That to seems make. to always be on the menu. Uh, ooh, Arsenal Leicester. Here's a good one. I'm gonna go zero zero in this one. I don't. You're think... gonna go zero zero. Yeah. Okay, dude. I think that's crazy. You know why? Why? Because I don't think Vardy is going to score again for the rest of the season. What about Chilwell? No. <laughs> you know, I think you're crazy. I'm going to go Arsenal. Um, you know, you're going you're gonna to give him a win. I'm going to go. Don't give Arsenal's him a win. really well. All right. So Jeff's going 0-0. Zero, zero. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go Arsenal 2-1. Oof. Sheffield Wolves, Dean Wolves. Henderson, your boy. Yeah, I think Wolves. No, third I think, cousin once removed. I, wish, I think Wolves are going to bounce back and win uh, one to nothing. I'd say that's accurate. How about ooh, Man City, Newcastle? Money versus money now. <laughs> Old money versus that. newer <laughs> money versus relatively newer money. <laughs> it's both that Saudi money, right? I think so. I think it's some 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 oil money. Uh, I'm in cryptocurrency. Yeah, money. I wasn't impressed. It dep- It really depends on who decide who Pep decides to throw out there for a lineup. Um, if he plays De Bruyne and puts in the classic Man City lineup, I think they'll take care of business and uh, and win um, two to one. Yeah, I'll put that down. I like that. I think two one sounds about right. Newcastle looked much better than I thought that they that they would. I'm hoping that Yedlin gets a little bit more time. He's been riding the pine pony. Yes. <laughs> Comfortable as all hell. All right, here we go. Arch nemesis, West Ham Burnley. Your arch nemesis. Yeah, I mean, I can't believe they beat us. It's just shocking. Yamalenko looking like <laughs> David Villa circa 2011 out there. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably, I'm gonna just go with Burnley. I just think they. I think Burnley will win this two nothing. Two one, two one Burnley. They, we're, they don't score that many goals. We're a lot more I, conservative this week on our scores. I'm Last week I said Liverpool would win six nothing. One nothing. Right. Burnley over West Ham. One nothing. And then we got a Brighton Hove Albion versus Liverpool. Liverpool, definitely. What's the score? Brighton Hove don't have a goal in them. I'm gonna go four to nothing. Holy dog shit, Private. All right, and then we're on to Thursday. Guess what? Your boys are back. Uh, boys are back in town. They're playing another mid mid table. Upper Bournemouth mid-table. is not upper mid table. They're top. When you say upper mid table, <laughs> they're nineteenth. Oh, Bournemouth. Sorry, I was thinking Burnley. Oh, I think it's just how you wrote it on the board. Oh, right. Because yeah, it's how I wrote it on the board. B. It looks like B U R N. It says B O U R N. B U R N. Interesting. You're gonna stick with that. I'm gonna go with that. It's tough. But Bournemouth. I'm going to say Tottenham's going to get a win on this one. I think they will. They're still going to have to put their top, top shelf lineup. And they're still going to celebrate like they won the World Cup. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go Tottenham 2-1. to one. It's going to nail-biter. Mape is going to take out the goalie again. Um, I know that was Arsenal, but... Hashtag. No, I think Tottenham Tottenham will win 2-0. Okay. you put, All right. I'll leave 2 nothing up there. That's a zero. Uh, Everton, Southampton. They've given up. Bournemouth's given up. Eddie Howe is not able to. <laughs> Eddie Howe. He's not able to get the <laughs> What a guy. Going. What was Everton Southampton? Oh, yeah. 
Oh God! This is, this is a good a tough game. This is a Danny Ang special. I got Southampton on oh, this. Oh yeah, two one. Yeah, Everton's a classic underperformer when it comes down in the stretch. And then we got uh, Villa, Aston Villa. Manchester United. The Manchester United. Oh, Manchester United. United are gonna win gonna, this three gonna, nothing. They're gonna like literally steamroll them. Three nothing steamroll. Yeah. And that's it. And we're gonna leave the rest of the predictions for the next cast. Are we having a guest on next cast? Yes, we're bringing in Drew Williams all the way from the Bay Area, Oakland. Oh, that's a three-hour time difference. It's a big time difference. Does that mean we had to record earlier in the day? No, no, no. We record at the same time. He will join us at six six p.m. Eastern time. That's very kind of him. I know he has a. He probably six p.m. might be a. It's a tough he, time for me. He is also a new father. Oh boy. I know. Oh boy's right. So. There could be baby sounds in the background, which is fine. Let me tell you, everyone. Three kids, COVID, plus a podcast. It's a lot. It's a lot. But we out here. We, we, out, here, we out here making it happen. When I say out here, we're very much inside. <laughs> we're in a basement. <laughs> the acoustics are phenomenal, though. Literally, we call it the rat tail bunker because there's still a rat that is like pressed into the... It's a mouse. It's a mouse, yes. And we haven't taken it down because now it's just a part. It's a part of the And I'm not experience. worried about I am worried yeah, I'm not worried about the health implications. It's gotta be twenty years old. It's probably making our immune system stronger since we're social distancing, we're all becoming weak, right? <laughs> that's what that's that might be like a that might be like something that Trump would like, and that's a deep conspiracy say theory. Like a and like people rally. are gonna start showing up at your house being like, Can I go down to the bunker? <laughs> I gotta get a better immune system. <laughs> We don't want to start saying things like that. It's that's something that yeah, it's definitely something Trump might say at his rallies. Who do you think Trump just supports? Get, just get COVID. Who's Trump's team? Oh my god, it's a tough question. I don't know. He likes red. Well, we got some new teams coming up from the championship. Who's coming up? Oh, uh, we got. Uh, I think Leeds is going to come up. That'd be nice. Maybe Brentford. What about Scunthorpe? No, they're way down there in that league. They're in like that in League One. They're, they're like in Division Nine. Yeah, they're, they're way Sunday down. Division. I think it's a league. I think they're in League One. They might be actually be in League Two God, these days. Being in League Two. If anybody doesn't know, English football has this whole tiered system where it's like there's a, there's a, there's a Premier League. Then below the Premier League, there's another whole league called the Championship. And then there's a league below that called League One, and then league below that called League Two. And each one of these leagues has 20 to 25 teams if you are the top two or three teams in that league at the end of the season you get promoted to the league above it and so if you're you know the top two teams plus if you win the playoff in the championship three teams get promoted to the premier league three teams from the premier league get demoted to the championship that rings true for league one league two etc so hypothetically a team from league two they win League Two, they get promoted. The League win One, they get promoted. Win the championship, get promoted. They win the Premier League. That could happen essentially. It's it's totally possible. And a, like a team like oh, what team like Southampton? No, well yeah, Southampton was one of them. Sheffield, I think, is the most recent one. They were in League, I think they were in League One. They've so they won League One. They got promoted to the championship. They won the championship. They promoted the Premier League. Does that mean Sheffield's like, eventually going to win? Like, should we put money down Sheffield winning next year? Oh, yeah, I mean, right. they could finish fifth or sixth this year. Ultimately, 
it really comes down to money. Totally. Always comes down to money. All the statistics would tell you. But as you win each league, you get more money. That's true. But I'm interested to see what Newcastle do next year. Are they going to have like Mbappe, Ronaldo, and Messi up top? Just oh, because they got Mbappe, this, yeah. oil, the Saudi money. It's crazy money. I don't everywhere. think that deal has gone through yet. I think they're still evaluating whether that's legit. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, because that dude's going to bring like $280 billion net worth. Yeah. And like, so for example, Abramovich, when he took over Chelsea, was only worth like $20 billion. Right. I mean, it's freakish money. It's it's crazy. And especially in the market where people say the market could, you know, if, if a player goes for $100 million in the COVID market because of financial problems, maybe they only go for 80 or 90 if not 70 And so having that type of cash being cash flush is going to be dangerous, especially in the Premier League. So that's... For all you new soccer people, uh, there's not like salary caps per se. It's not like the way the U.S. has it. And the system Jeff just described is a lot more Darwinian. So instead of like in the U.S. where people will literally try to play towards the end of a season to be worse so they can get a higher lottery pick, if you're the last team like what Jeff was talking about at the beginning with Norwich, you're gone. See ya. Deuces. Ciao. You're kicked out of the party. Like yeah, you play in the you you're still around, but you play in the championship, which is a which is much hard. Actually, in all honesty, it's a pretty hard. It's a pretty brutal league. You play like forty six games or forty five games or forty six. Forty six games. 20, 24 teams of forty six games. Yeah. yeah. So you pl- there's more teams and you play more games and it's a longer season, and the top two clubs get promoted and then the th- the next club that gets promoted has to play in a uh, a, playoff. a playoff with like the 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 third through. Six? The eighteenth from the from the Premier League, because the Premier League the bottom two get relegated. Auto, oh yeah, and then eighteenth plays off against the third in the Championship in a playoff series. To right. See what so happens. there's there's a whole like, I think that's how it is. I it's mean, a, it's a whole it. like pain in the ass if you're in the Championship, and and so it you have to play hard. Like it's, each team has a huge incentive because there's TV rights and there's sponsorship money, and the teams want to stay in the Premier League. It's just it's far more lucrative. You can keep players. You can, you know, it's not so much paying the players' salaries. It's keeping them from going to other clubs. And so once you get demoted to the championship, you got to suddenly think about the players that you have in your team, whether you can keep them or not. Like, you're not going to be able to keep, like, a Grealish if he gets to, if, if Aston Villa gets demoted. He's going to go – he's going to say, look, like, there's a clause – he's going to have a clause in his contract that says – if if this team gets demoted, I can take loans from Premier League clubs, or I can get bought by a Premier League club, and that usually that will happen. So the best players usually end up in the right league. It's just there's a huge incentive for like a team like Leeds to really to want to get promoted to the Premier League because that comes with a lot of TV rights money, and then you just get a huge influx of cash. You just get cash. And so sponsors will want to, you know, even if they're not on the front of your jersey, they'll want to be part of your team, whether that's in the stadium or whether that's with, uh, you know, commercials and things of that nature. But uh, then they can go out and sign like a big player or even just sign a player that like shores up their defense or they can pay like a couple million for like a player that's going to just be a solid defender or, you know, defensive midfielder. Um, they have players on that team that have been on that team for years and years and years and have toiled with that team. And they'll probably stay on like a Kelvin Phillips. Like I, 
I've watched a little bit of Leeds. It's a fascinating. They're a fascinating club because they have. They're like the only. They're the only club in that town. They've. They have a long history. They used to be in the Premier League, and now they're going about to get promoted again. And they've come so close so many times. They've got players that they've and they have money, so they have. They've have sponsors and they have you know some TV deals already, and so they have players that are like pretty decent that can play at the Premier League, Premier League level. So it'll be interesting to see a, a team like that. They're not a yo-yo club so much as like an Aston Villa or a, um, I don't know, like a. I feel like Watford has gone up and down. A couple yeah, times. Watford, maybe, who knows? There's some other yo-yo clubs, but Leeds will, it will be interesting to see if they can, they can stay up. They got Bielsa as their coach. And... They have Bielsa as their coach. I didn't Bielsa know that. Bielsa as their coach, yeah. He's phenomenal. Yeah. He's like one of my, okay, I didn't know that. Things are the things I learned on the podcast. Yeah, I, I watched a, uh, I got, I don't know why I like, I like their logo maybe, but like it would draw me to him, but mm. Then there was a Amazon documentary. Right, they have the shield with like the lines through it. There was an Amazon doc like series mm. on Leeds United from last season, the season before last, about like just like their culture and like what who they brought in and like, all this stuff. And it took you to like they were in the first like the entire season. And then they ended up in third and they had to play the playoff and they lost in the playoff and brutal, brutal. So getting close to the prem and then not getting there is brutal. Yeah. Anyway, that's our. Uh, it's a little English soccer. That was a little. I like that. We'll probably do a full episode segment. where we'll talk about English soccer. Oh, from, it's fascinating from the bottom to the top. Oh, and and I didn't even go. There's like lower leagues below League Two. There's like. Stuff, and I think maybe we can do that. Stuff. I know we're you know focusing just on the Prem, but I think we can do that when we look at the FA Cup. Um, oh yeah. If we do an FA Cup episode where we talk about from the beginning all the way to now having top four teams of England, um, that's fascinating. There's so many like quote unquote professional teams in England. Professional teams. That, that the FA Cup is the, uh, hypothetically speaking, you could have a team from below League Two. Oh yeah. Keep winning, and they could end up at Wembley playing at the end for sure. For, 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 for the sure. FA Cup, so. And they'll be sponsored by Boys and Bolas. <sighs> yeah, they'll have the. It'll be a, at least like a little arm. Patch logo, crest. Patch. I don't think we can afford the. The chest, the or, chest the, or the yeah. back? No, not the, the I'd, back. I'd be really impressed if we could even get like shoelaces. Oh, like maybe like a little like insignia on the cleat. Yeah, like the bottom. Yeah, like the when like run, only when they like run, like cool. you just see it like every once in a while. Maybe maybe we'll just get players to just wear bolos when they play. Under their, but they have to wear them under their jersey. Yeah, or they wear them like when they lift the cup. You know how like tennis players will put on their watch before they like lift the cup. Oh yeah, we'll be like, sponsor oh. just the cup. Henderson's raising. like, excuse me, sir, let me put on my bolo before I lift the, the English. It's just the cup raising. Exactly, the bolos. It's a good idea. It's a really great marketing move. <laughs> we really... should get on that. We'll get our marketing team on that. The intern, Steve. <laughs> well, Jared, I don't know. Do we have much? That's it. It's really awkward to like stop the pod without a guest. Yeah. Maybe we'll just like leave it like this and we'll just not say anything for like an hour and we'll just make the podcast look super huge. It's like, oh, a two hour podcast on a soccer. Two, a two hour podcast. And, and the last hour like, is literally like a meditation. <laughs> we could start doing, oh, we could start doing some ASMR. Oh, yeah, right. ASMR. <laughs> We've been dying to do boys and boys ASMR. <laughs> Grealish. Grealish. <laughs> Mourinho. 
bolos. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you want to be a guest on Boys and Bolos, it doesn't matter where you are. So right now we've had a guest come from Massachusetts, Texas. We're going to have Drew in from California, and then we're going to have uh, Dennison all the way from England. Hit us up, Boys and Bolos, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Let us know. Um, Boysandbolos at gmail.com. Boysandbolos at gmail.com. The deep email. We will answer your questions. Any questions. Any question you might have, send us a note. A note. Like a positive note. Like a message. Like a note. Like a little like, hey, good job, guys. Oh, cool, cool. Like a way to get them, boys. (laughs) Way to get them, boys. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. You go. Yeah, just like email us a, a, a GIF or a GIF. I never know which one it is. Is it a GIF or a GIF? It's GIF. Huh. It's a gift without the GIF. Without it's the a GIF without the T. Nice. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, I, I thought it was a GIF. Anyways, email us, tweet us, DM us on Instagram, PM us on Facebook. If you want to be on, let's do it. We're always looking for uh, new guests. And of course... When, when you're there, click the like button. Smash that like button. Oh, yeah. Smash the subscribe button. <laughs> smash the subscribe button. Uh, like us. Follow us. We're, we were posting we're posting content as much as, as fast as we can. As fast as, as, as humanly possible. Literally just living in the bunker. Yeah. Just slowly getting it out there. Slowly getting it out there to our millions of fans who are dying. To, they're like waiting. They're like, oh, my God. Boys and Bulls coming out today. Did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear? I promise, though, by the end of the like, when we get on a normal schedule, when the prem starts, like the new season, whenever that is, whenever that is, we don't even really know. We're gonna do a weekly episode, weekly guest for sure. Weekly guest for sure. It's not gonna be two times a week. It's too much. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of editing. It's a lot of. It's a lot of hanging out down here. Hanging out in the bunker. The bunker is. It's nice, but it's. Is it? Yeah. Well, I, I, like, like I told you, it just increases the home value. Yeah. It's a selling piece. <laughs> you could have all these nice things. You're like, but have you seen the bunker? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I guess we'll see. Only Our, a few weeks left. Only a few weeks left in the season. Project Restart. I feel like it's giving us the soccer we needed. It's, it's. After having no soccer or any sports, it is uh it's definitely an overdose of soccer. It's a lot of soccer. It's a lot of uh it's a lot of Premier League mornings. Oh yeah. Premier League all days. Yeah. I mean, the whole July fourth is spent just watching soccer. So I think that's gonna be it, Jarrett. That's it. If you have any questions, hit us up and uh we'll see you on the next uh, well, on the next episode. Yeah, my name's Jeff. I'm Jarrett. And thanks for joining the Boys and Bolos podcast. I think the yellow card is fair because I was rude, but I was rude to an idiot. And, uh, and for some reason, for some reason, I was rude. But I was. And because I was rude, I deserved the, I deserved the yellow card.